0: Not really. Not really. Not really. Well, then we can just well, let's just fire it off. Fire up the Fook fire. Yeah, yeah the Fook fu- the the Fook fighters. <laughs> the Fook fighters. Is that us? <laughs> get ready for some Fook merch merch to be hijacked. <laughs> Fook <Fug> fighters <laughs> and Dave Brawl to get legal. <laughs> <laughs> Drop some legal on us. The Fook fighters. Fook fighters t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, wouldn't it? I want a Food Fighters t shirt. I'd rather have a Food Fighters t shirt. Oh, clouds. Apples. Biscuits. Religion. Fook Fook Fook. Desk. Migration. Films of the nineteen thirties. Spending your money. Shoes.
1: Scented candles. Welcome to this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Can> we- <laughs> Okay, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
1: Welcome to this episode of 2FOOKS, where we discuss what to give a FOOK about, giving it a FOOK score from 1 to 10. I'm Marius, and right next to me is...
0: Al. On this fine morning, right by midsummer, longest day of the year we've just had. And it's lovely to be here with you, Marius.
1: Same to you, Al.
0: Mm. So, did you watch any bonfires last night? I did not watch any bonfires, but I did get a particularly holiday kind of vibe. It was a warm evening and yeah, found myself looking particularly English, walking around my garden without my shirt on, <coughs> just looking around, standing, looking at stuff happily. It was yeah. a beautiful evening. Um, what did you look I looked at the garden and the plants. There is... What about the plums? Plums are good. Diseased plums are fading. There's some actual plums that are growing. Mm -hmm. We're feeling optimistic, fingers crossed. And there's some beautiful blossoming uh, flower bushes which have... Another concern of ours was a lack of bees this season. Mm. And there are now suddenly lots and lots and lots of bees on uh, a couple of the plants, that's good. That is extremely good. So we're happy about that. So I was looking at the bees, looking at the sunset, being attacked by seagulls because they're having their seagull babies right now. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've I've, um, I've been cleaning windows at the university, mm. and I have to go on the roof to clean some of the windows. And uh, there's, they don't like you. They don't like me at all. That's Angry Birds real life. <laughs> There's two nests Hmm. with three eggs in it Hmm. each. So, nope, they don't like me at all.
0: I mean, I I thought it was a weird one because they've built a nest on the top of the house a little bit down from us. And the eggs... I mean, it's a terrible place to build a nest on top of a chimney. I mean, it... it, Should one think? One might think. It's a very odd thing. Yeah. And then they've hatched and then the babies fell off the chimney bit. And then so then die. these three babies well they haven't fortunately but now oh, they're good. just scrabbling around on the top of this roof with these scared parents and then I'm suddenly thinking well as parents that's not a great situation to be in all they can do is sit and vaguely hope their babies don't fall off <laughs> and I was thinking about the <laughs> evolutionary point of this we walk out of our door and yeah. they and the parents like look at each other and like Wah! there's them there's those people <laughs> yeah Let's go and attack them because they're threatening our babies. At what point have they thought that throughout history we maybe I mean do people attack seagulls? Do people climb after seagulls up houses? I've seen Am I a threat? Yeah. 3 floors down. You you seem like maybe seagull beater. I'm a seagull beater. <laughs> Stephen seagull beater. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not so and as a parent I'm almost trying to say like I get it I get it you're scared I'm not the gonna kids. mess with your kids I'm not, I'm, I've got mine <laughs> mine are in reflex vest <laughs> we're gonna cycle <laughs> safety first I got it don't attack me
1: <laughs> imagine if you were gonna scream at the seagulls because they're close to your kids yeah, well
0: there you go I could flip it on them get away yeah I could be like hey I'm gonna climb up there Don't squawk at me. Don't poo on me. Don't steal my hamburger. My vegan hamburger. You'll be disappointed, by the way, because there ain't no meat in that. You trash muncher. Nope.
1: Trash monster. God, they're
0: so big. Mm -hmm. I like badgers.
1: They are big. They're so big.
0: So... All that salient information brings us to the fact that it is a midsummer or it's end of... Uh, it's seagull hatching time. It's seagull hatching time. Spring has sort of rolled into what might start to feel like summer with some warmth. And we are... Yeah. Stavanger is a city kind of blossoms in the warm. It's a lovely place to come to. A lot more tourism coming. That's a big case. Yeah, Tourists, people wandering around the city, enjoying our city. Maybe huh. you
1: should attack them before they.
0: What, like a seagull?
1: Take our kids? You reckon? See, yeah, tourists yeah. coming, taking our kids. Just behave like maybe they don't come That's back. That's
0: a controversial line. <laughs> <laughs> That's tricky. That, for better or worse, always makes me think of uh, the. Did you hear of the Madeleine McCann case? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I watched the documentary on Netflix. Really, I yeah. haven't seen that. I What's have. that like? It's
0: other than harrowing. It's I yeah. uh, It always pops into my head. When we went on holiday, we did little Don't ones. Don't leave like, your kids sleeping yeah, but, but it's just in- like a prerogative, any which way. you just like... It, it, it's, it's hard to know whether that was such a uh, horrifically unfortunate thing for them to experience and or whether the years and years of attention and focus on it has made it into a very... Um, scaremongering idea yeah. for people um, it's it's a tricky one but I'm hoping tourists aren't going to take my kids no I think tourists mainly want to see the sights and
1: which is for in the mountain it's mountain
0: fjord old buildings yeah Burger King in the middle Old of town. Old Stavanger. Old Stavanger. Fishing village. Yeah. Quirky, quirky. They cost a fortune to live <laughs> in. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I was on a little, uh, like one of the boats out on the fjords with my mum at one point, And uh, the voiceover for the tourists said, And here on the islands are the holiday residences of many of the city and town people. <laughs> Do not get designs on these because they cost an enormous amount of money and are rarely sold to outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> it's like don't look at this like some uh, quirky getaway, folks. This is this is like you can't afford this. No, <laughs> this is Norwegian. Like yeah, this is not for you. Nope. <laughs> look, but don't touch. <laughs>
1: That's a good one.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, we're here on a bright day and we have the prospect of giving a fook or not about some topics in our daily lives and your daily lives as you go back forward, up, down, in, out of your daily activities, wherever you may be. And whose turn is it to kick off? I can't think. The one I ended uh, the last one, so that's you. You get to begin.
1: The burden is on me now.
0: The burden is on you. The burden of responsibility. Mm. Just to let you know, Marius' little notebook says, I, I don't know if I can swear. I think we were going to keep this swear neutral. Yeah. We, Things we, vegans say. We can
1: post it on Facebook or Instagram. We could so do that. Yeah. Mm. Um, locked public toilets.
0: Wow. Go for it.
1: When you go to, like, a gas station, and then you ask, (laughs) excuse me, where's the toilet? And then they give you a key to a toilet that's outside the building. It's not a problem that it's outside, but it's a problem that you get this filthy key on the, like keychain with like a rope on it and like an empty plastic bottle or like a stuffed animal or anything
0: this gets your goat
1: yeah it's mm, no I don't like it at all what would what would be
0: um, just have a regular toilet inside the what's wrong with you just get a toilet just what? make a nice toilet inside yeah right why do you think this phenomenon exists
1: I have no idea. It's like someone. I'm not sure.
0: Bad planning? It can't just be bad planning because it happens so many places, and everybody, as soon as you say it, is going to have an image in their head of a time when they received that filthy key. Yeah, with the random item attached to it. Yeah. A brick, a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> it's always something really <laughs> odd.
1: A sword or. A... It's
0: hard. <laughs> half a cat <laughs> a seagull, a seagull.
1: <laughs> delivering the key to you <laughs> and then you do your thing clean your hands and then you look at that filthy key and thinking god damn
0: oh, I why do they do again? this I gotta touch it again
1: Yeah, it's like you need <laughs> like a rebel glove to go with the key yeah I have rubber gloves in my car, but that's for...
0: Maybe you want to leave that out. <laughs> no, it's for, like, work. But that's pretty... That could say, from a personal preparedness point of view, that was a lot of peas. personal preparedness point of view, Yeah. that it's a good idea to always have some latex gloves or gloves in your car for changing stuff, but also for hygiene situations such as that. Filthy toilet keys. Filthy toilet keys. How many people... Do not
1: wash their hands after they have
0: done business. Um, Unreal. I don't even want to think about it. No. But it's... uh, This leads maybe just to two thoughts. One is that. Yeah. Which is an odd one about personal responsibility. I think sometimes when you go into a public restroom or a bathroom. And this can be somewhere either you know or you don't know. And it's a bit of a mess. Mm Mm-hmm. And you almost feel, well, I say you, projecting. I almost feel a bit of a sense of like, oh, come on. You can't <laughs> leave it like this. I'm going to try and at least tidy or wipe up something here. Yeah, right. Because this is a... Um, it's not your like private a, toilet. For sure. And it's not like a, a test version for humanity. <laughs> if if you leave something looking like that, like in a random place. um. And the other point is I have a huge and slightly disproportionate amount of respect for people who work in petrol stations. Now, this might not knock on to them being able to architecturally redesign where the outside toilets are. But people who work in petrol stations, I think, have a really, on the whole amazing frame of mind because they are always on the whole facing new people every day
1: I worked in a gas station did you work in a gas station? my dad owned a gas station for like 30 years
0: that is a and
1: he didn't have a locked toilet with a key yeah
0: so it can be done (laughs) That's on trust yeah that's uh, was it uh, urban or was it rural
1: it was more rural hmm for sure, but yeah. then the um, the highway was they were they built a new highway, hmm. so he had to uh, shut it down. Small place,
0: small place. The march of development,
1: yeah. So, but he managed just fine without handing out keys to people. Hmm. I had to go to the toilet. Well, good for him yeah and good, and for, good them. for them
0: good for them being able mostly to good manage. for them yeah yeah i think and that's that personal public responsibility thing it's like if you're going to go to the bathroom in a public place try and kind of leave it okay when you leave yeah it's that that seems obvious uh, where i went into there's a public bathroom in the middle of my hometown of malvern Shout out to Malvern. If there is anybody listening in Malvern, this will be an absolute revelation. Um, At some point, there will. At some point, there will. And there's a sign, a framed Perspex coated picture on the wall that rates it gold standard public toilet of the year 2018. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I was impressed by that. Yeah. It was spick and span. It was all metal utility units, so you can't break it, you can't mess it up, build it hardcore, built to last, let people use it. Like prison toilets. Like prison toilets. I don't see anything wrong with that. It's like having a kitchen, like an industrial kitchen. I've
1: heard some uh, bars and nightclubs are...
0: Have you ever used a prison toilet? No. That means you've never been in prison. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: they have switched to like aluminum toilets or yeah. because drunk people are drunk people mm. and they do drunk people stuff they do yeah
0: and it needs to be properly cleaned yeah and it's a lot nicer for a cleaning person to be able to properly clean something as opposed to messing around with something that looks like it should be in an apartment or a house or a broken toilet or a broken toilet that's that's not cool no that's people do that too mm. and that's public damage, Yeah, that's not nice uh, I, well, I also think of public toilets <laughs> ah, the memories and associations of public toilets <laughs> the one I think of is when me and my wife, we went on a honeymoon and we went to Montenegro, shout out to Montenegro if anyone is listening there it will be a revelation <laughs> and there, public toilets <laughs> uh, Well, we, we went on a, a plane and then a b- taxi and then a bus and we ended up in the capital Podgorica all the road signs turned to Cyrillic. We couldn't read Cyrillic, obviously. For sure. And no one spoke English. And everyone looked at us like we were absolutely mental. Yeah. And we tried to get to a bathroom before getting on an excellent Soviet-era train uh, to go further into the unknown. And the bathroom toilet was a very nice hole in the ground.
1: Just a hole?
0: Yep. Just like so for toilet. squatting. Squatting toilet. <laughs> hole in the floor. Yep. Yep. In the train station.
1: That was that. Just like Thailand then?
0: Yeah. Oh, is it?
1: Yeah. We went on a train mm. in Thailand mm. last winter.
0: Mm.
1: And then on the train, it was just a hole. In out the train. And straight out. Yeah. you You could see like the train tracks. That's natural fertilizer right there. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the train. <laughs> <laughs> and then the train.
1: <laughs>
0: well, that's, I mean, uh, so reeling it back in like a fish on a line out at sea, your point of locked public toilets, is that something
1: that needs to go away? Right. We need to eliminate that.
0: So, how do we use the mighty Excalibur of the Fuchs score? To address that matter.
1: We have to give it a high score.
0: Interesting. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that this is an item that needs... Attention. Attention.
1: It needs folks to be given
0: about it. Yeah, so that it is a phenomenon that doesn't happen and there's a better general level of responsibility and uh, trust. All right. So, how are you going to score? 10 whoa 10 whoa Wow. whoa 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 Wow. like a fresh breeze yeah <laughs> that's heavy I am going to I think it's a big factor I think it raises some very good points about civic duty mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go for I think it's part of a bigger factor so I'm going to maybe lean a little back on it But I still think it's very important. I think it's a symbolically important point. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say seven.
1: We have to stop this podcast and just not do it anymore. Because... No, I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was genuinely... You're wrong. You are wrong. I I think it's a hugely important point. Yeah. I think it took me... And this is the important thing about the, the dialogue. Is that it took me slightly by left field. Like
1: so you're saying when you woke up this morning you didn't think we were going to talk about locked toilets and (laughs) and I
0: think I was I think I'm just in a headspace about exactly those sorts of things that are perhaps like minute details of things that happen as you say like every day Yeah. that are indicators of like you said it's unnecessary why does the phenomena happen the reason I lean a little bit back is because I think it's part of a bigger range of things that I kind of might then have the opportunity to mull over now and put it in context with other other factors. So I'm grateful for the point being raised. Yeah. And I will never look at it in the same way again. <laughs>
1: Thanks to me. <laughs> I'm damaged. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Hopefully many other people will as well.
0: Yeah. And if you've got some interesting items to uh, tell us that you've seen attached to a public bathroom key, then please let us know. So, people need to
1: behave, Mm. and maybe we can get rid of this key. Disgusting, filthy key. The filthy key.
0: Oof. Dirty key. Dirty, dirty, dirty key. Black key. (laughs) Not the band. So that's
1: something I give a fook about. Marvellous. Do you have something you give a fook about? I do.
0: I've in, been backing... In, in your book of fooks? In my in my, in my book, book of fooks. I've been backing and forthing, hearing and thereing, upping and a downing. Let's have a look in, in your book of fooks. I have to line up and take a sweet Well, okay, Let's let's address something that's just been on my mind is how we, like we said, use the power of the Fuchs score and how we address the topic. And it isn't uh, a yes or no. It's not black and white a point. It's almost more to suggest a topic. That which, will be
1: one short episode. Yeah,
0: for sure. And this is just like opening up a topic, like walking into a new room and walking around it and exploring it. So... I think it's almost a thing that I don't necessarily let myself form a full folk overview folk. or conclusion, but that's also enabled some maybe some bigger topics to float along. And I'm gonna have to go for one, just because it's poignant, but I'm not gonna say which way I'm on it, and that's dun 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 Brexit. If Tim Westwood, the hip-hop DJ, was here, he would have pressed the button that sounds like an explosion at that point. Yeah. Brexit. What a mess. Don't know much about it. Well, this is great, and this is why I raise it. What, as a Norwegian strapping young lad, is your full and total impression of what it is at this point?
1: Just a word, I know it's something to do with u k mm. and the European Union mm. that's they want out of european union and yeah that's i i don't know much about it
0: that i mean that i i in a way that is super refreshing to hear because that more or less sums it up there has been a good Relationship, uh, it would seem negotiated over the last few decades between the UK and Europe and as the result of some pretty self-interested, divisive r- relatively right-orientated politics and politicians they wanted to negotiate a way to cut the ties with that maybe make some money and make some hoo-ha and fight for this interesting idea of a bit more of autonomy Mm -hmm. for the United Kingdom pretty much it yeah. and almost for that reason I I like hearing how you've said it because I think from an English perspective that is almost how ...we should see it. And I'm not sure... ...giving a foo about it is very helpful at all. And therein lies the issue... ...because every English person has been pulled into this debate... ...by their personal politics... ...and their personal daily situations... ...and their choice of reading material... ...and what they do and where they go... ...has been weaponised by this debate and people have been almost set against one another based on their class and their activities and their opinions about this relatively vague situation. And it's been made way too much out of. Uh, And it's caused yeah just kind of chaos Hmm. in a lot of people's lives across it, the UK.
1: But is it, like, effective from now, or when, when is Again, it... Again,
0: completely up in the air, because no one seems to be able to draw a proper conclusion in the UK. The European political bodies are waiting for a proper suggestion. It's It's just a mess. Really badly thought out, organized, rolling a big thing down a hill without really knowing whether it will get to the bottom or when it will get to the bottom it's just eh. and it's it it is it's been used as kind of a knock-on effect from the political situation in the states and Trump it's like saying should we care about Donald Trump and or how much do we care about Donald Trump And in reality to say, well, not that much. It's not him that is the issue. If you really want to get into the nuts and bolts of the American political landscape. Yeah. He is a part of it, a symptom of it, an element of it. But to not then, as this whole thuk giving situation is, to not start sitting down and digging into the whys and wherefores of social unrest, political difference, class difference, wage difference, poverty, um, nationality, religious standpoint... All of these things are contributing factors to how a village or a, a state or, a, in England, we have counties, <coughs> which is like komuna Yeah. That's how these places work. Their internal politics and their relations from person to person and these kind of ghosts of bigger ideas that sit on top of them really confuse the matter and they really are quite poisonous to -to day-to-day debate. So when there was the whole um, under-the-Trump campaign, there was the talk, and also in the UK under Brexit, of uh, Facebook-carrying material that was seen as relevant to the person viewing it the person you viewing your Facebook or my mine, or the person down the road who's interested in other things, their content in their daily environment will already have been tailored to them by the time they walk out their front door. And they're going to meet their neighbour, and instead of talking about what is outside their front door and meeting on common ground, and tackling problems that arise they're having to kind of shoulder and digest all of this nonsense that they're being told is important so you can blame media you can blame journalists looking for stories and yeah it all boils down to the fact that i think brexit is an example of a a big buzzword that a lot of english people will shake their heads and go "Oh and it's already cost hundreds of millions of pounds in focus groups and political endeavors and small villages and communities in the uk are kind of up in arms and expats over here are confused it made me want to get my citizenship here kind of firmed up yeah because i was looking at a date it was back in april where there was going to then be the agreed leaving from the european union which would change my status here in that will make it
1: harder for you to yeah yeah sure
0: but then having been here for over five years and my working history then I could apply for permanent residency and, and as a father then I'm like oh my god what, what's going to happen so I, it necessitated that I've got that I'm very proud and happy about that but still it then makes me look back to my homeland and say well wh- what, what, are, if I'm feeling that level of confusion imagine living in it yeah right Um, but does
1: anybody anybody know what it is other than
0: like a word nice way of putting it no Hmm. it is a series of events and technicalities that has no one outcome but the English media has chosen to put this big catchy flashing neon word on it Brexit, British exit, exit from... It's not exiting from anywhere. It's an island in the sea that should be grateful for any ties it has. <laughs> it is a mixing pot of all nationalities it, for, since time immemorial. Yeah. And thanks to you Vikings for having a big hand in that and coming down and... You sk- and me, Boo. Yeah, <laughs> skills exchange, population difference... Nationality, Especially diversification, ale, right? ale, all sorts of wonderful things. I, I mean, I'm stumped to think of anything better than ale, but you're welcome. Um, and there's this wonderful bit in an old book of Irish poems that I read about uh, some of the earliest poems recorded of uh, the uh, dark or shadow figures coming from the south, and they're not really explained, which maybe would have been. Uh, different nationalities arriving Um, I mean the British Isles is this wonderful example of multinational multicultural existence Um, especially Bristol where I'm from or near where I'm from it's so multicultural and it celebrates everything all for its own ways and yeah England has so much to offer on its own terms and so much to be proud of and so much to be excited about and not to be confused by this as you say this abstract word that doesn't really have a meaning so I'm going to cut it short I'm just going to say I literally do not give a fook about Brexit I think there are far bigger fish to fry and we need to get talking about those instead of being fear mongered by nonsense so I'm going to say Brexit as a concept as an idea I do not give a fook No Fooks given.
1: No Fooks given? Zero. But the score starts at one.
0: (laughs) Then I give it one.
1: This messes with my head.
0: Yeah. One Fook. That's it. Should we
1: just do like an exception for this? Zero Fooks given?
0: I think it has to be a bit of a statement, but I don't want to mess up the Fook score. True. So let's just put it at one. Bottom shelf. Yeah. Let's let it get dusty and silly and age out like an old plum on the floor that someone's forgotten they shouldn't have forgotten it yeah
1: I'll I'll give it one as well
0: yeah there we go I've been giving it
1: one since give it one They came up with it
0: yeah there you go yeah one let's and I think this ties in nicely with the first topic it's much more about the 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 responsibility of individuals and maybe something to do with the contact with each other that we've lost we can continue we're now talking? because
1: now we're, we agree.
0: He's <laughs> you, <you're> still offended. He's <laughs> still offended by the seven on the public no, toilet good. key. No. Slightly. No. Slightly.
1: No. Slightly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you
0: should be proud you raised an interesting topic right there. Yeah,
1: I am. Yeah. I'm very proud.
0: Yeah, you should be.
1: I'm going to f- sleep so good
0: tonight. Good. I'm, I'm happy for you. That's good. I'm
1: really happy for you. Yeah.
0: I'm so happy for you. I am going to hand you a box with shiny paper, a little ribbon tied on top, and a little name tag that says, Tamarius, <laughs> your chance to give a folk next.
1: <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Because I want to talk about news. Great. Speaking of mm. what you just brought up.
0: hmm um, news is actually something I've written as well.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. You want to talk about no, it after no, no, me? Go, then? For it. No, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Go for um, it. Off. I don't really watch any news, read any news, or keep myself updated on any news, unless it's like.
0: new camping gear yeah
1: new camping gear new black t-shirts blacker than ever yeah this t-shirt is so black it'll make night (laughs) look light (laughs) the darkest night looks so light and bright
0: goths will pale in horror at how black your t-shirt is
1: Um, no news just makes me it's just Negative things to read about. Mm. I I just don't like to consume news.
0: It's uh, it's an active non-consumption. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll steer away from checking the news. Yeah, I, mm.
1: I don't remember the last time I like checked any news. Mm. I mean, I checked the weather.
0: Mm. That's that's important.
1: Yeah. It's not always accurate, but I check it.
0: Mm. Could the same be said for news? It's not yeah. always accurate. It's probably. People check it. Yeah. The political climate.
1: Mm hmm. The news climate.
0: What sorts of news, just to firm up that one, do you like to check or be updated on mm-hmm. anything? anything online or anything in the day-to-day as you're moving around?
1: Like electronic, camera gear, mm. hiking gear.
0: Mm.
1: And that's pretty much it.
0: So things that have a specific relevance to the things you're interested in.
1: Yeah, things that brings me joy.
0: Mm. That's nice. That's uh, yeah, uh, 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 um, Things that are a direct mechanism of joy yeah. and relevance. In I, don't,
1: I don't see why I should consume negative things. Mm. I mean I can't do anything about a war in Afghanistan and a bomb in New York or anything.
0: And yeah you are Oh <laughs> my
1: pencil. You dropped your pencil.
0: Uh that is On the back of you being very passionate about eating right or conscious choice in terms of how we consume food and not eating animals and dairy stuff, which has an impact on how things happen around us, so you are... You do have an effect on people around and and how things happen. But again, that's more related to the local climate. That's people who meet you, Mm -hmm. uh, people who you talk to or come into contact with, uh, as opposed to a maybe more distanced, abstract campaign. Um, I think this is really interesting and I think what you've brought up is something that maybe again in the era that we can look at Brexit related things and we can look at Trump related things and the social media element within that is we believe that we should have a vested interest in things that are of collective value, although, as you rightly say, those news items are often manufactured collective value, they it is often hard to find relevance in them in our daily situation,
1: we don't even know if they're accurate.
0: Hmm. And I think the damage in that is often again coming back to that before I leave the house what news have I looked at instead of letting the divine self orientate itself as you wake up and you make your tea or you eat your muesli or you dress the kids and kiss your wife or husband or whatever and walk out the door with a uh, relatively balanced psychological frame of mind, there is this unavoidable impact an incremental change on that frame of mind with every piece of information that you are interacting with online or on your media device or something like that. And it cannot not affect you. Right. And I th- I think the, the, the concern for that is that to say I do not care about any of the things like that is almost to be um, seen as not caring in general when you meet other people. Mm-hmm. You're scared of... Not having a vested interest in the matters of the day these big important things breaking news yeah breaking news the irony being
1: they're already broken
0: it's broken and you are less capable unless you're working hard with it all to see the actual subtle matters of importance out in your local landscape in your daily life in your in- inner life, yeah. Like, let's not forget that takes a lifetime of work in itself mm-hmm. to figure that stuff out. And if you add inner life to local life, that's more than enough for you to be getting your teeth stuck into on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. The uh, and as you say, this 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 spectre of the news thing is. Uh, it's it's a, 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 um, a confusing element to what is already a, a, a tricky line to walk for the human being in the developed world. How do you think, if I can flip it around... Flip it around. I'm going to flip it around. How do you think news can operate as a positive factor in other parts of the world where it is a way of getting information. Do you think that exists anymore? Positive news? Yeah, where it can function as some kind of informative service as it is meant to have been. Or do you think it's always been clouded as a kind of a propaganda tool?
1: I think it's all about getting readers and... I'm not sure.
0: It, I, I, it makes you, me almost think a little nostalgically about the English thing called Pathé News, which was during the war and post-war. It was sent in the movie theatres. It was almost a way of informing people about the war effort. But again, if you look at that, it does sound a little propaganda-like yeah. because you can't have an even, balanced, objective view um and yeah i mean it it all falls into the affecting the mind frame of the population um i, I was listening to something yesterday about the general 20th century marxist or post-marxist agenda against capitalism and There is a way in which news ties in with the mechanisms of capitalism to keep the population generally moving in the directions that are desirable as consumers Mm -hmm. and to traffic the ideas that are necessary to traffic and to produce the general results that need producing Um, and to topple or attack or be critical of such systems one does need to know what they are but I would side with you on this and say I think one can be far more objectively critical and attacking of the roots that create misleading or unuseful news than getting lost in the actual news items themselves, and risk getting your frame of mind thrown off. Yeah. Um, do you watch any news? I I do not actively watch news. No. The one news source I check, and there's maybe a little nostalgia in this, is the English newspaper The Guardian. And mm-hmm. anybody English out there will automatically make assumptions about me based on that, one way or another. <laughs> it has a relatively even hand on cultural stuff and it is quite left orientated Um, again I'm obviously vaguely aware of that but I find rolling news 24 hour news television news tabloid news all very worrying and distracting and not something that I choose to consume
1: you don't care too much about it?
0: no no I think that, again, like with the Brexit thing, there's bigger fish to fry. Yeah. And if we're actually going to continue developing individually and as societies, we have to be a lot more hands-on with the important matters that either bring us joy or pose us problems.
1: That we actually can do something about. Yeah. We can't do anything about a bomb or, like, uh, accident or something that already happened.
0: Mm. And I'm trying to kind of play devil's advocate with myself in my head saying, does news then give you information about things that are necessary to be active about, such as pollution in other parts of the world, like we discussed with the e-waste thing. But those things are only really the result of investigative journalism and is coming out on the whole not via main news channels as something they're promoting and prioritizing
1: unless it's like a oil tanker that
0: yeah and even hardly then yeah what was the deep water horizon one off the coast of the states the massive oil rig disaster yeah uh, and you still feel that that was not covered adequately um and um, one of the I mentioned the TED talk thing I went to one of the matters raised in that was that um, an area in the last two months on average an area the size of two football pitches of rainforest is cut down every minute that's a lot that's a lot
1: I read somewhere that
0: by... And these what? things aren't like front page news. Yeah, right. Hey! 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 What's happening here? No, it's what has this politician done at night that neighbours had to knock on their door and worry about? What has that person said to that person? Oh my god.
1: Oh, boring. Yeah,
0: but it's like having to wade through marshmallows to get to any semblance of truth. Yeah. But you can get that by pinching yourself, looking at what's going on. Yeah. Um, So I agree. Do you want to fire out a rating on this? News? Yeah.
1: It's overrated. Mm. We give it too much fuchs. Mm. I think we should lower the fuchs Mm. given about news. Mm. I'll give it a three three people should be informed but only by things that they can actually do something about
0: i agree and uh again we've got this strange thread of sort of again civic social responsibility in these in this episode and and i'll agree with you i'm going to side with a three yeah um, I think it's interesting how we're tackling some. Are matters. you trying
1: to make up for the seven? No, no, no.
0: Okay. No, 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 oh. no. I, I, I feel that that, that lingering, uh, <laughs> lingering uh, ghostly seven is it, it was almost. Uh, it's like that was like a tap on the shoulder of a of a bigger topic, so it's uh, it's like I'm. Uh, I'm running across a field with a group of people, and like someone I don't know is tapped and said, "Hey, this is something interesting." I'm like, "Yeah, it is." I just don't want to fall over right now. <laughs> I'm going to keep watching the ground, so I'm flying with it. Need more information. Need more information. But yep. it was—I uh, think it's part of something a bigger, bigger thing, and all of these things are connected. Um, so that was a three and a three for news. That's the news. The news of the day is look at where you are and what you're doing and the people in front of you and try and do a day without looking at any news challenge
1: you'll be so much happier
0: yeah i w- <clears throat> may and uh, maybe more just existentially engaged um whether happiness is a part of that possibly but i think you feel a more of a calm a, yeah
1: relaxed yeah you don't have to worry about
0: Mm. do you know what I thought about doing based nope. on this this is all these thoughts about the fight with social media and the communication and you've got your phone plugged in in front of you and I've got mine next to me we're talking like we're some righteous activists but we're still sort of in the matrix unfortunately which I've thought I really want to rewatch because I think the matrix I've been wanting to re- is pretty fire Rewatch yeah, it was so on some stuff uh I thought to get into holiday mode before I travel on holiday with my family, that instead of messing around with my phone and having my attention uh, compromised with my wife and my children.
1: When you're on holiday? or
0: on route, the planning, the moving, getting out and about. I thought I might just do this anyway for fun, is that I thought I might package and post my mobile phone to the place where I was going really so that I didn't have it to mess about with
1: what if it get lost in the mail
0: what if Why? that's kind of what I'm wondering is that kind of it's almost like this is a symbolic act whether or not I do that there is a little craving in me to just not have that in my life the the addiction
1: is it the smartphone that your addiction? Is I think it's or? like I
0: really appreciate seeing like when we chat online or a photo or some words from my mum in an email. But couldn't I wait and get the enjoyment or nourishment from that in an evening when I sit and properly do some work and on my computer?
1: I feel that there's a fook to be given about a certain s- subject here.
0: Maybe. It wasn't one that I intended, though. Um, so I'm wondering... I don't. I, I was trying to be all uh, fook-lean. Uh, I was trying to be uh, getting in my, my fook-lycra and being efficient. Yeah. Uh, and stay on topics that I had thought about instead of freewheeling uh, ad hoc. Um, so maybe I might... Samla 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 Tankana collect my thoughts Mm -hmm. like little hens uh, for the next episode and avoid rambling at unnecessary length but it is definitely a factor that needs considering Um, so I think I will go on to a topic that I was planning to do and it will benefit from this but are you still going to mail your
1: phone or...
0: Oh, man, don't challenge me. Because I'm not sure. I worry about the safety factor. What if I need to call 911? What if I need to... Like, then if I'm traveling?
1: there's... Yeah, I'm in an airport. 99% of the people I'm, I'm around me. I'm in an
0: airport. You. I'm on a plane. I'm in another airport. I'm on a plane. I'm in an airport. I'm on a bus. I'm on a train. I'm at my mum's house.
1: I bet you 100 dollars that you'll be able to find a phone that you can use in an emergency Mm.
0: i'm wondering if i'd compromise at some point and just switch it off and put it in my suitcase Um, but the point being switch it out with a dumb phone a dumb phone Um, yeah what's a dumb phone
1: an old phone that like, a act- yeah. uh,
0: like a Nokia like I say a Nokia not meaning to associate a particular brand it exists- with it but the old first the wave old, of yeah. punch button beep beep Where you can, like, that had snakes on it yeah you it's can- the only mobile phone game I've ever yeah, right? played <laughs> a dumb phone a dumb phone
1: there's actually um, I was actually looking to buy one um, mm. I don't remember the brand right now but it was just a phone mm-hmm That you can call with. It had the capacity of three or four contacts. Mm. And you can just make calls with it. You Mm. couldn't even send a text message.
0: Wow. The thing, I mean, the only thing or the thing that I mostly use my phone for is photographs and sharing stuff to do with my artwork. And I take a picture of the kids every day and send it to my mom. Mm -hmm. But I'm a resourceful guy. I'm sure I can figure that out. Maybe I can take a better picture with the proper camera and email it to her in the evening. Yeah. Or challenge myself to maybe be a little bit more... Put my money where my mouth is. Where's my money?
1: Make sure they are clean. What's that? Make sure the money is clean. It's you laundered. It. Yeah, that's good.
0: Laundered like mm-hmm. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, <laughs> trafficked money should be. <laughs> um, so I'm going to move on. Yep. Final thook focus for the day, and that's going to be shoot sure. personal space. Personal space. Yeah.
1: How big how is you your? F- yeah. How big is your personal space? That's a bit of a personal question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you have a personal answer for that?
0: My personal space varies. Yeah, uh, from the person. Yeah, that's yeah. And this is why we're on this like interesting personal tre- treadmill today. <laughs> this personal topic of personal things <laughs> from person to person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, what does it say? P to P, P to P. point to point, person to person. Um, personal space is I think something that varies place to place person to person, and I'm amused and interested as to how we justify those differences. The reason I raise it i raise it as raise. a Fook factor mm-hmm. is whether or not we should care about our own feelings of our own personal space and other people's personal space because that's often seen as like a big red line a big no no don't invade my personal space don't invade somebody else's personal space
1: but we don't know where it is
0: exactly so what do we do about that how do you feel about personal space both your own and other people's
1: I feel good about my own personal
0: space
1: yeah it's It's a nice space. space
0: yeah it's my space it's your space yeah What about other people?
1: Other people's personal space? Yeah. Um, Depends on the space.
0: And the person. (laughs) Wow, we've got lost in something here. Especially the person. (laughs) Especially the person. So, let me give you an example. Standing in a queue at the shop. Is there too close for the hunky dude who's just come from a workout and he's big and sweaty and he's ooh, ooh, he's a bit asthmatic breathing down my neck yeah and he's right behind you and he's rubbing up against you now is that too close Are you gonna say anything probably what do you do
1: i'm gonna turn around and <laughs> 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 I, so. return the favor
0: Return the favor. What if he was very taken aback, surprised by that? Because he didn't mean to be up in your personal space. I, w- I would
1: probably just move a little bit forward.
0: Interesting. Without just...
1: Maybe... His personal space is much smaller than it should be. hmm So I'm just going to move quietly forward. Mm-hmm. Not
0: backwards. <laughs> <Because then laughs> Not closer.
1: Maybe I would invade his personal space. Yeah,
0: maybe there was a fine line. Yeah. I mean, I kind of mulled over this factor, uh, and it'd be interesting to hear, or I wonder what the thoughts of people are mulling over now with personal space in different places, because I felt that there is a kind of different personal space factor seeing public life here in Norway uh, than in England, because in England we are super over-apologetic for everything and we worry a lot. And oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm terribly sorry. I didn't mean to you're step right, on your You're right, plimsels. You're right. Yeah, I so, oh, was... I knew... Oh, did I, did I, I'll, I'll just move out of the way and sit over here until you're done. <laughs> Drinking my tea. Drinking my tea. Did you need something else or some help? <laughs> Weren't you before me in the queue? Yeah, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I've got good time. It's fine. It's fine. It's just my kids will be locked out of school and stuff. It's fine. <laughs> it's no problem. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't want to make oh, a oh, I'm,
1: I'm just going to get a parking ticket. Don't, don't worry yeah, about it. It's
0: only, I've, it's only the second this week. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I've got good time. It's fine. Whereas here, I feel people are a lot more forthright with their, like...
1: I was before you in the queue. Yeah,
0: I was before you in the queue. And if you were in the queue and you were dithering... Step away, fly... Do you know what happened at Oslo Airport? I was waiting to register luggage Mm -hmm. with the kids. And there was a lot of queues and it was when there was the strikes. Uh, So everybody was a little bit antsy about... Whether they get to their angry. planes on time and no. trying to respect the people, uh, the hostesses and the people helping at the counters. But they were doing, into they were doing cool. Oh, like, really, they right? were handling everybody, but there was a queue of people and this and that and the other and whatever.
1: And I was thinking about like the
0: passengers, they weren't as... Everybody was like containing themselves. Okay, yeah. But again, an airport is an international place and again, Norway people. needs that international vibe to kind of remind itself that sometimes it's not a bubble. Um, and I think Benjamin tried to sit on the suitcase and he might, that's my son, and he maybe fell off the back or something like that. Or And I was trying to make them just stand a bit organised and I was obviously in the queue. And... Uh, the guy behind me of a certain age of a certain frame Gender. of mind
1: he cut past
0: because he thought
1: oh he's not in the queue anymore yeah, no he's, uh, he's we doing we were in the queue
0: because we were in between those liner liner things there was only one queue
1: but he the, thought when you were doing something else
0: than just so this, standing see and what marius can do here is he's seeing it from the other side and he he just cut past and I turned around to get us moved on a little bit, as the kids had kind of been organised. And I said, "We have to keep our place and keep moving here." Because and everyone else and this is just Guy moving. was just there. I was like, "Hi." Hey. I was like, "Hey, oi!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Eddie, <laughs> do <laughs> Which <is> <laughs> 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 Like, what are you doing? With that inflection in my voice as I would in English. Yeah. I don't know if you can do it in Norwegian. I don't really care. I just get on with it. And like, I'm a father with two little kids. I'm trying to get them organised. I'm trying to be responsible. Teach them that they have to kind of behave themselves and keep in line with the queue. And you're just messing that system up by cutting through. (laughs) Yeah, And i was just like, you can move back. Glemda. Forget about it. Forget about it. Did he move back? He moved back. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was being called out on something in my personal space with my family and we were respecting the collective personal space of that Q system. And that, I think, goes again into that... Like, if... Crikey. If we're going to attack the big things of capitalism and organisation and stuff... That's an abstract fight, but we are pack animals. We do respect group behavior, and when it comes down to personal space, where you can see that nine out of ten people are doing things in a certain way, you at least have to think that that might be the way to do it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, and not just bomb, 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 bomb. got here it's me I was was here I was here oh (laughs) great good for you I was here too yeah let's talk about that
1: actually before you so (laughs) get behind me
0: so the personal space thing as I say for an English person here I often get very surprised by how forthright people are invading personal space yeah Uh, but also I think it's not like they're not aware of it they just don't seem very I'm tapping my forehead (laughs) bad they don't seem to see that it might be uh, for the over apologetic English person like might be a bit too much a bit too forthright but then we're too apologetic and too on the back foot so there's something in the middle
1: we're Vikings you know
0: you're right. Vi- yeah well okay we just
1: march on and take what is rape and pillage <laughs> yeah <laughs> responsibly responsibly for sure <laughs>
0: Um and yeah, so my point is, should we? We need to decide for ourselves, of course. Uh, but should we give a fook about personal space—our
1: own or other people's? Personal we space. have
0: to work out that criteria here, young yeah. sir, because there's nobody else in this fook focus group. <laughs> it's it's on us. Hi. Is it a collective? I'm Marius <laughs> and I've been giving too many folks. <laughs> Hi, I'm Al and I clearly don't give enough fooks about dirty Hi, public Al. keys. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, is, it the, is it the same thing or is it two different things? Like personal space and public uh, space of others?
1: Well, it's two different things.
0: Okay. Let's keep it then as personal space Uh, how much of a food should we give about our own personal space when we're out and about should we be quite liberal about it or should we be a bit protective of it
1: depends on the situation as well
0: damn right so many factors I know it's a slippery eel of a topic I'll have to Five. Mm. And a half. Mm. I was with you on five. Yeah. It's it's like middle of the road. It's like that. But
1: again, it's something you should be a little more than in the middle of
0: the road. Oh, interesting.
1: Just tiny, tiny bit.
0: Says the Viking. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. That's rich coming from you, <laughs> Mr. Marauder. Bomb, bomb, but oh, terribly sorry, madam.
1: <laughs> five and a half.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're going to go five and a half. Yeah. Five point five. Yeah. Fuchs. I'm going to go. I'm going to sit with five. Yeah. Five. You can sit over there in your personal space with that five of yours, <laughs> I'm almost challenging myself in a way, yeah. to be less neurotic um half English half Norwegian, yeah, I've just got to be right down the middle
1: because if you if i had if you were living in England, you would have been given it a ten,
0: maybe a little bit more because I've been more neurotic Twelve? but now <laughs> now when I go home. I'm, I'm like... Back to English. No, opposite. You're just... I'm standing in the queue right at the front.
1: I was here first. When Johnny comes, Martin, home again. (laughs) Hurrah. I've
0: been hanging around with Vikings. (laughs) Give me my chocolate. (laughs) Uh, Like, I'm, I'm, I call myself out because I'm way too forthright. I'm way too bold. Like with my with my body language and in cues and stuff, (laughs) because I'm used to here, yeah, where there's enough space and enough, you don't have to jostle, like you just big country,
1: not so much people. We have we have so much space,
0: and it doesn't come out of a rudeness in any way. It just comes out of the situation, yeah, of what it is. So I think that's the point about this personal space thing. I thought that there was an element of rudeness to it in some way, but I don't think there is. It's just uh, a a sense of um, entitlement in your own personal space. And I think in order to not get neurotic and caught up in that, you almost have to not... Be so precious with it; hence, why I'm on the fence at five. Because fence of five. I'm on the fence of five. Ah. So, we need to do some score totting up, yep. young man. Because did we have we been writing the scores down? Nope. <laughs> We've been so caught up in the flow of fuchs that uh, we're going to have to bring up Marius's magical spreadsheet which uh, has all of our numbers and our running totals in and we need to find out where we're up to. For you, listener, I wonder where you're up to. I wonder if we've got some different scores. We have been sent fook scores by listeners and this is amazing. Like, uh, yeah, that's right. People have been adding their own uh, fook scores to topics we talked about in episode one uh, and episode two and that's just so cool. We want to thank you for engaging. If you've made it to the end of episode three, I think you almost deserve a medal. A medal made of vegan chocolate uh, and perhaps an environmentally friendly metal alloy on the outside so we're not getting uh, into any ethical debates. Uh, Marius filling out his spreadsheet has left me to have to kind of keep things rolling here. Uh, So I will. Uh, And where are we up to here, sir?
1: What was your score on news? Uh,
0: I think my score on news was equal to yours. Yes, it was three. And then we've got personal space at 5.5 and 5. Which means that in ascending (laughs) fook ratio... This week, what is our lowest-scoring item, Marius? That's Brexit with one... Tanking like a Led Zeppelin on fire. Brexit, <laughs> you failure of a public concept. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Next. Uh,
1: number three is news... Yeah. With three.
0: Yeah. Stop poisoning our minds, yeah. you money mongerers.
1: Yep. Spread good news, not just broken news. Mm-hmm. Uh, personal space with 5.25.
0: Nice. Going in for Thanks the to me. there.
1: Yeah. And then coming in at number
0: one, this episode. Unbelievably so. Yeah. It's the locked toilets. A bastion against uh, our open society. Uh, We need to have those doors open.
1: Yeah. People, stop being a mess so we can throw away the keys. Mm. It's 8.5 total.
0: Whoa. Epic. 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 8.5 unlocked toilets. Yep. Well, all of you out there in listening land, I wonder what you've scored things. I wonder what your opinions are on this.
1: Send us your fook score.
0: Give us a fook score. Give us some topics. Let us know. Give us some topics we can discuss. Yeah, because I think you all hear, and I think we hear, that the more ambiguous the topic, the more fook analysis it needs. Um, We need to get stuck into stuff. Like a delicious cake. We need to get stuck in there.
1: They can send us cakes as you well. You can send us cakes.
0: Vegan cakes. As long as preferably. they're vegan. Yeah. And I know there's a whole load of good vegan cake producers out there. Boom. So we're... Boom! Boom! So wait. Mice, do you want to hit us up with the contact details of where people can email us or find us? On the socials. On the socials. We're there. Responsibly checking, perhaps in the evening. Don't go firing stuff off in the middle of the day when you're meant to be riding your bike or making a plate of hot food or... Communing with your children about noodle soup. Noodle soup. Forget that. Yeah. So, when you want to get in touch,
1: hit us up on Instagram at twofooks uh, or Facebook on twofooks with the triple O. Or send us an email at info at twofooks
0: Beautifully said.
1: I'll think. I'll sign off.
0: Hmm. A joy talking to you today. Same to you. And how lucky we are to be digging down in some of these fascinating matters. Of Fuchs. Of Fuchs. So, from myself... Fuchs.